today's topic is the real renunciation and topic is dedicated to its divine grace like upar so last session we had discussed about how the understanding about three kind of vishnus garbhodaksha mahavishnu garbhodaksha vishnu sridaksha vishnu and ultimately we understood that everything in this material world actually is coming from the energy of the lord nothing is uh, automatic there is a cause behind everything and our scriptures talks about that cause that absolute cause of everything is supreme personality krishna and in continuation of these verses today we'll discuss about the next verse that is 7.9.33 from the prayers of prahlad maharaj So Prahlad Maharaj is continuing his prayers. He is standing here. Tasse vite vipur idam nijakala saktya sanchodita prakati dharma atma udam ambasi ananta shayanad viramat samadhev nave rabut sopanika vatavan mahabjam. So he is praying. This cosmic manifestation, the material world is also your body. This total lump of matter is agitated by your potent energy known as Kala Shakti. And thus, the three modes of material nature are manifested. You awaken from the bed of Shesha Ananta and from your navel a small transcendental seed is generated. It is from this seed that the lotus flower of the gigantic universe is manifested. Exactly as a banyan tree grows from a small seed. So we will read next verse also. Because that both are uh, together. So next verse translation is from that great flower, Brahma was generated, but Brahma certainly could see nothing but the lotus. Therefore, thinking you to be outside, Lord Brahma dove into the water and attempted to find the source of the lotus for one hundred years. He could not find. He could find no trace of you. However, when a seed fructifies, the original seed cannot be. See. So here, as we discussed last time, it is talking about the origin of this cosmic creation. And as we understand, we understood the last session that this creation is not automatic. It is not that uh, just like we sometimes hear that there was some chunk or something happened, this world has come about. No, our scripture talks about the the definite understanding of how this material world has come about. It is not a random understanding. It is not that sometime this, I may give this understanding sometime, after some time I can change also. No, it is a definite understanding. And here, uh, it is mentioned here that this cosmic manifestation, this material world is actually is, as we understood in the last session, there are various incarnation of the Lord. And one of the incarnation of the Lord is Purusha Avtaras, that means Vishnu. So there are three kinds of Vishnu mentioned, Mahavishnu, Garbhodakshaya Vishnu and Shivodakshaya Vishnu. And today it was talking about Garbhodakshaya Vishnu from Garbhodakshaya Vishnu's navel, this Lord Brahma is coming. Now, there are two kinds of energies of the Lord. Some It is called as matter and spirit. We have discussed this also earlier. Matter means this material energy, what we see around us is called as matter. And matter means it is nothing, uh, it cannot move independently. Matter cannot move independently. Suppose there is a chair, there is a table. 
So somebody should be there to move that table and chair, then it will it will go forward. Otherwise, it will stay there place only. So matter that means matter does not have any separate existence. Matter is always dependent on some spirit. So, and sometimes when people see this material world, so this material world itself is a very very gorgeous and many many uh, manifestations what we see in this material world. Sometimes they are very very bewildering also. And when people see this big, big mountains, big, big lakes, big, big rivers, oceans, and the the kind of things are happening moving around this material world, uh, though sometimes people come up this understanding that there is a sup superior energy is working somewhere. The God is nature also. Sometimes they say, look, this universe is there. You ask something to universe, and the universe will give you back. I think you have heard many times that there is a movie also, some book also been written on this, that you ask. This nature and nature will provide you. And you ask this universe and universe will provide you. So this understanding they have. And sometimes they understand this is the ultimate thing. The nature is the ultimate thing. The universe is the ultimate thing. There's some power which is working and that is the ultimate thing. So this is also one level of understanding. But an intelligent person always asks questions. And the questions he will ask, okay, if there's energy, then who's energetic? This cosmic manifestation is energy. As we understand that you are telling that this cosmic energy, material nature, then who's the energetic from where it is coming? Now, sometimes people don't bother also, but the person who asks question, we call him intelligent person. Just like when we discuss about this law of gravity. So many people they were seeing that apple is falling down, but they used to take it up, they used to pick it up and they used to eat it. Nobody used to ask why it is falling down. Okay, it, it, it has fallen, so what should we do? Let, let us see what we can do. But there was someone who asked this question. No, why it is falling down? Why it is, why it is not going up? What is the reason why it is falling down? And today we applaud that person. We give him this uh, uh, credit of even this law of uh, gravity, that is Newton. So he asked this question, otherwise many were seeing the same thing and they were simply eating. But this asked this question, okay, why this is happening? And because when he asked this question, we came up with understanding something about his law of gravity. That means asking questions is a very, very important thing. So when we see so many things in this material world, cosmic manifestation, so many living entities are there, so many things are happening day and night. No, you see, person is taking birth, person is trying, so many living entities are there. There are summers, winter seasons, rainy season is coming up. Then person should ask question, who is handling all this thing? Why it is happening? Okay, nature is one thing we see nature, mother nature is doing, but whether mother nature is the ultimate thing or mother nature is also not independent, dependent on someone else. Because as we understand, if there is Shakti, there should, there should be some Shakti man, there should be some possessor of the Shakti, there should be some owner of the energy. Who is the owner of the energy? That should be the question we should ask. We should be asking. And that is about matter, this material world. Similarly, we got out, we talk about spirit also. So just like there's a matter which is not dependent, not independent, dependent on the spirit. Similarly, there's a spirit also from where the spirit is coming. Both ways we should ask these questions. And as we know that our scripture talks about very definitive answer. There is no ambiguity in the answer. So Bhagavad Gita Krishna directly says this thing. You will find in seventh chapter this verse. This. So there are two kinds of energy of the Lord. One this one is called as inferior energy, another is called as superior energy. Inferior energy means which is talking about this matter, 
because this matter, this material energy is although temporary. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, this material world although looks temporary because why it is temporary? It has a certain date of creation and ultimately one fine day it will get devastated also. You will see the material world is going to end one fine day. It has a beginning, it has an end. It has, uh, Krishna has created this material world for some purpose and he himself will be going to annihilate this material world in the form of Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva's role is to destroy. He will destroy this material world. Lord Brahma creates, Lord Krishna maintains and Lord Shiva destroys. So inferior energy means, although this is energy of the Lord only, but it is inferior in nature. It is not permanent, it is temporary. And superior energy means, which is not temporary, it is permanent. That means it is eternally existing. This material world has it as a date of beginning and date of end. But the superior energy called as spiritual energy, it is always, always existing. You cannot tell any date of creation and there is no end about it. So inferior and energy and superior. And something called as marginal also. Marginal means we, living entities. Marginal means if we want, if we try, if we have a desire, we can be either in superior energy or inferior energy. It, uh, it is our desire, it is our uh, uh, desire and according to that we act. Similarly, in that way only we will going to be either in inferior energy or superior energy. Suppose a person is doing all simple activities and he is committing all kinds of crimes and everything. So definitely he is going towards inferior energy of the Lord. But if a person is trying to come out of this material world and trying to understand about the real nature, what is the real nature of the self, how this material world is working and everything, that is trying to go towards superior energy. And that very nicely this thing is explained in Bhagavad Gita. Very nicely Krishna says, seventh chapter we will find, fourth and fifth verse. Krishna says, earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence and false ego. All together these eight comprise my separated material energies. That means it is Krishna's energy only. You know, today in this material world, you see everything is comprised of these things. Earth, water, air, fire and ether. And mind, intelligence and ego. So it is Krishna is telling, this is mind separated energy. Bhumi ra panalo vayo mano buddhi revacha. Ahankarati an manne vinna prakriti ashtada. That means these are my eight separated energy. Separated energy means it is Krishna's energy only, but Krishna is not directly involved in that. Just like to give you an example, just like today I am giving this class and I am uh, speaking and everything is getting recorded here. And after the class, you let's say after you sometime on um, next week also you desire, let me hear this lecture again. It was a good lecture. So although now I am not speaking, I have already spoken, but my energy is in the form of voice, which is you will find somewhere recording is there. You can, you can go and again hear. It will look like exactly I am speaking live, but it is not I am speaking live. It is my voice which is speaking. That is my separated energy. This voice, my energy, separately it is existing now. I am just giving a mundane example. Similarly, when Krishna talks about this material world, this all eight energy, earth, water, air, fire and ether, it is coming out of Lord. It is not something which is coming out of his own. So, is this material world, even this material world also, Lord has a role to play. Not directly, indirectly. Just like, for example, Narendra Modi, PM of India. He may not be directly uh, interfering in each and every department of the world, in the country. But still, he has a role to play somewhere. Similarly, Krishna is directly or indirectly is, is aware of everything what is happening in this material world. Because ultimately, this material also is Krishna's energy. And it is temporary, as I told. But 
is this the everything nothing happened nothing exists beyond that no krishna is telling but besides this inferior nature oh mighty am arjun there is a superior energy of mind which consists of all living entities who are struggling with material nature and are sustaining the universe that means this is not the everything beyond that there is one more energy krishna is studying and that is called as spiritual energy that is spiritual uh, world which krishna is talking about this world this is material world something called as spiritual world also so krishna is promising and bhagavad gita arjuna also say the same thing param brahma param dhamo pavitram paramam bhagavan you have a supreme abode your supreme person yad gatvana nivartante tad dhamo paramam that when krishna says that this abode of mine is existing which is beyond this material creation this material creation is matter which is temporary but beyond that i have my separate existence which is spiritual in nature and when a person goes back he will never come his goal there is never comes back so krishna is promising a different kind of world talking about different kind of world which is different from this matter and when you talk about this matter and spirit sometime people we heard this statement that brahma satya jagat mithya this material world is false this material world is not real it is a illusory energy of the lord so there are two kind of understanding one kind of one kind of transcendentalist they, uh, they call it oh it is all maya maya means uh, it is everything is illusory nothing exists in reality so and i will not associate with this energy and if i associate with the energy i will become contaminated so let me not associate with thing and let me leave everything and go and they go to forest and jungle and leave this material they don't involve at all thinking that it is matter it is maya let me not enter interfere in any of the activity and leave everything only brahm is satya everything is mithya illusion and another understanding is which is rational understanding which is very important which you understand from our scriptures that no although this material world is temporary but it is also energy of the lord it is not that uh, since it is not it is not permanent it is not energy it is also energy of the lord now how a person deal with this energy it it we can understand when he we come in touch with the proper gunaka understanding so it is not that the devotees are uh, those who are in this material world they are not able to understand how to deal with this material energy no devotees they stay in this material world and they stay here they preach and they use this material energy for seva of the lord so this is a very very important conception so when time people they criticize bhagavad gita and they sometimes they shun away also from gita they know if i read gita i will become renunciate i will leave everything and unlimited renunciation mean i will i should leave everything i should go through some jungle i should not be doing anything that is renunciation no this is not something which bhagavad gita is actually promoting So that's why it is very very important for us to understand the real meaning of Bhagavad Gita. So if you read Gita, it is not that Krishna was speaking Gita to whom Arjuna, and what happens after hearing Bhagavad Gita? Uh, because general understanding is we become a sannyasi, so that means Arjuna should have become sannyasi after hearing Bhagavad Gita. No, he in fact earlier he wanted to become a beggar or sannyasi, but after hearing Gita, what he did? He stood up and he fought for Krishna and won the battle. so it is not that after reading gita one person become sanyasi oh that's uh, why i should not sometime parents also they some of the parents they are in the fear of my child will read gita and become sanyasi no it is not very easy to be easy to become even sanyasi also today's world 
<laughs> so if you ask me let you know how, how difficult it is to become sannyasi even but it is not the purpose of gita to make you sannyasi it is not like that krishna is telling going to give a different message and that message we can only understand when we take from bona fide authorized knowledge and that we can understand from the teachings of vaishnava acharyas so this very very important concept of uh, yukta vairagya which is which is prabhupada has used through his preaching throughout his preaching and now we are also using through doing the preaching of krishna consciousness it is a very very important concept to understand that's why people don't have this knowledge and sometimes they misunderstand that okay these people are although they are enunciated but they are using all these things no it is not like that so rup goswami who is one of the acharya one of the disciple of sri chetana mahaprabhu so actually the vrindavan what we see today is one time it was actually lost nothing was available so vrindavan there was no trace that vrindavan was there but nobody was aware that what are the past time places of the lord where where is radha kund where is sham kund where all these things happen and where krishna killed this demon that demon so it was not actually available the past time places of the lord were not what not visible to anyone nobody was aware where it is so chaitanya mahaprabhu he sent his uh, disciples the six goswamis rup sanatana bhat ragunath sri jiva bhat gopal bhat das ragunath these are the six goswamis in gaudi vaishnava their most very very exalted devotees of the lord and the entire with enter krishna conscious philosophy and entire literatures mostly given by these goswamis so that's why we we follow the teachings of rup goswami salatan goswami and all the jiva goswami all other goswamis and especially rup goswami so this uh, six goswamis they went to vrindavan and then they they were staying in a very very uh in the condition which was like they were all, voluntarily they were accepting so much so many austerities they used to live underneath the tree they never used to uh you know live comfortably they used to have a very minimum cloth to wear an entire day they used to engage in writing the scriptures so actually if you see prabhupada's writing also he has given many many references from the vedas many many references even if you hear prabhupada any lecture after with two three times two three lines you will find here he is giving some some reference of some of the vedic literature similarly rup goswami so all these literatures actually are compiled by rup goswami and jeev goswami all this uh, six goswami that's why we are called as rupanugas those who are followers of gaudi vaishnavism they are called as rupanugas we are followers of rup goswami so rup goswami he painfully He has taken all the references from different different Vedic literatures, and from there he has he has proved how bhakti is the most important aspect of entire Veda. The essence of entire Vedic literature is to become a devotee of the Lord. So sometimes people think that you no know, uh, bhakti means you simply sit in one place and they are sentimental. They don't have any proper knowledge. They don't have the, these people don't like to read Vedas. That's why they do bhakti. They are lazy. No, it is not like that. you read the vedic literature given by rup goswami you cannot even read in one lifetime what he has given so much vedic so much of literature he has given and prabhupada has just translated just two books nectar of instruction nectar of devotion apart from the rup goswami has given so much literature and jeev goswami his his niece he was such a great devotee such a great scholar till the time it is said the scholar like jeev goswami we have not seen he has created separate vyakaran sanskrit vyakaran which, which is actually teaching about krishna such a great scholar goswami's work so it is mentioned nana shastra vicharane ke nipuno swadharma sansthapana to 
ಕಂಡೀಷನ್ voluntarily just to satisfy chaitanya mahaprabhu so this rup goswami especially he has given many many literatures and especially uh, the two books what shela prabhupada has uh, translated in english one is the nectar of instruction if you have read if you have not read is a very very nice book very very important book for anyone who wants to advance in krishna consciousness what are the ways what are the things you need to take care if you want to advance literally in spiritual life that is given by rupa goswami only 11 verses are in that book but this 11 verses are most important for a devotee wants to advance nectar of instruction if you have not read this book please go and read it is very nice book nectar of instruction is one book and one more book given by uh, and then many other books are there but one book which prabhupada has translated is called nectar of devotion the complete science of bhakti yoga prabhupada writes complete science means it is not some mythology it's not a sentiment it is a complete science of bhakti yoga this nectar of devotion bhakti rasamrit sindhu it is in sanskrit so prabhupada says a person read nectar of devotion you will understand how this bhakti yoga is the complete science and that's why prabhupada's name is bhakti vedanta bhakti means he has devotion also and vedanta means he has basic knowledge also so it is not only bhakti bhakti is doing not vedanta sometime devotee also they come up with this understanding that okay and ultimately krishna is supreme personality godhead and this is the ultimate thing so i need not to read any other book let me simply chant in here okay that is also good but till the time you are not convinced theoretically your faith anybody can come and shake your faith so that's why reading books are very very important we should never ever think okay now i am standing i am reading i understood everything let me not read no we have to read i have we have to at the same time chant also we have to preach also so reading is very important without reading prabhupada books without understanding without developing a proper sound understanding of bhagavad gita and this scriptures we cannot uh, advance in spiritual life organically otherwise our faith will be very very komal komal means any time soft any time somebody can come and ask us something we don't have any answer anybody can shake our faith so with very very nicely scrutinizing we should read prabhupada books and that's why scrutinizingly this those swamis have uh, written this literatures by by re- understanding by reading all the vedic literatures they have taken out this verses very very important we talks about supremacy of bhakti yoga so rup goswami has given this one very important understanding is called as yukta vairagya so what is the meaning of yukta vairagya yukta vairagya means that although i am using so many things in this material world but i am not attached to anything i may be using laptop i may be using mobile i may be using any other things material world for what for seva of the lord not for my personal sense gratification anything i may be using for the seva of the lord i can use it but i should not get attached to it and this is a very important understanding because we are in a preaching moment this krishna consciousness moment is all about preaching so we are 
we are using all the facilities which are available in this material to preach. Now, we should not falsely think, okay, it's because if this is matter, this is, you know, this is illusion energy of the Lord, I should not use. That is Mayavadi understanding. This is called as impersonalism. So that is not correct understanding because this matter is also coming out of the Lord. So Prabhupada gives a very nice example that all that you have in this material world is like zero. Suppose I'm a very rich person, I'm a very intelligent person. I have I have collected so much of money and I have done so many things in this material world. I have so many achievements, everything. They are like big, big zeros. <laughs> okay, I'm a very intelligent person, one zero. I'm rich also, one more zero. <laughs> I have uh, done so many awards, one more zero. Like that many, many zeros we have. So zero does not have any value independently. But if you put in front of 0, 1, 1, then it has value. So similarly, all these achievements, by them, by itself, they doesn't they help us to come out of this material world. But if we add somehow the Krishna in front of this, all these achievements, then this so-called material achievements will help us to come out of this material world. Otherwise, they will entangle us. That's what is happening. Person is thinking, I'm a very big achiever, I'm a very big speaker, I'm a very big I'm a very intelligent person. And thinking that he's entangling more, getting more and more entangled in this material world. So renunciation means, now people think renunciation means I have to leave everything. No, renunciation does not mean like that because nothing belongs to us. What, what you will leave? <laughs> if you say today, this is Prabhupada example. If you say today that I am renouncing this Tajmal, Tajmal does not belong. How you renounce Tajmal? <laughs> I'm renouncing this uh, White House. White House never belongs, never belonging to you. How can you renounce White House or Tajmi? So similarly, we need not to renounce everything. We need to just renounce one thing. And that one thing is that attitude of enjoyment. I, I am the owner and I will enjoy this thing. We have to simply renounce this one thing. If we renounce this thing, then we can use anything in this material world. For Krishna's service, there is no harm. In anything which is material, if you use in Krishna service, it actually becomes spiritualized. It's a fact. Matter, which is Prabhupada writes in Bhagavad Gita, matter which is used in the service of the Lord regains its position as spiritual and spiritual object. Suppose this watch I am using, if you use it for Krishna service, it will regain its spiritual position because it is not being used for sense gratification. So it, is a, it should always be uh, understanding this fact that nothing in this world is away from Krishna. Everything in this world is actually related to Krishna only. Now my duty is how can I utilize in Krishna's service? And that is the meaning of Yukta Vairakya. And that's how Prabhupada used. Now people used to get shocked that how uh, in that time, 1970s, when still people were not so advanced. In India, there was no technology at all. But Prabhupada used to use best of the technology. He used to I know, go in plane, they used to uh, go in cars and everything used to do. People used to criticize. And as per, actually, as per Vedic understanding, sannyasi should not cross the ocean. Sannyasi should not fly. All these understandings are there still. But Prabhupada, understanding the principle behind these things, why it is being told sannyasi should not cross the ocean? Because if he goes, he crosses the ocean, there are chances he will be contaminated. But Prabhupada was such a pure devotee, he not only crossed the ocean, he went there and all these so-called militias and everything, Prabhupada made them in a devotee. So, there is a purpose, as we discussed in the session, there is something called as primary purpose of the instruction and secondary purpose of the instruction. So, just like 
the primary purpose of the instructions or the vedas is kirtani sadahari that i have we have to always chant krishna's name kirtani sadahari is the principle satatam kirtayantu mam now to understand to achieve this primary principle secondary principles can be molded by an authorized devotee or acharya to provide did many things like that so for example now so sanyasi sanyasi should not attend any marriage festival but prabhupad was getting his disciple married <laughs> now somebody can say what kind of sanyasi is he sitting in marriage and is getting disciple married no prabhupad says but it is required for the purpose of this preaching movement because in western countries these boys and girls they are very much uh, accustomed to live together so now what i am doing i am getting that marriage so that they can live peacefully as a relationship not that they are living without a relationship so the, all these things are done by the acharyas so that he can preach this message of krishna consciousness and proper utilize everything from typewriters to uh, all the latest technology that was available at that time even now also if you see the photographs which generally you see prabhupada uh, is taking with other disciples and devotees very clean very much bright photographs it is these photographs are and you will see in 1970s how this kind of technology was existing it was there prabhupada is using best best technology so we are not like some people who shun away from material world although we stay in this material world but we understand this material energy can be utilized in seva bhagavat for example now today i am using this zoom uh, platform to give this class now somebody can say how can you use you are a brahmachari brahmachari should not use material things how are you using mobile phone no by using this platform of zoom i am able to give a better class i am able to reach out to many people today if i give class here how many people can hear maybe 50 60 1000 kids sit in temple hall but if i give a class on zoom many people can come all over the world people can hear so why should i not use this technology if i say no this zoom is maya this zoom application is maya this laptop is maya everything is maya i should not use no there is not proper understanding proper understanding is yes these are all these things are maya if i use i utilize for my sense gratification so now i should see how can i make sure that i should not use this thing for my sense gratification and i use this things for krishna service so this tendency to enjoy independently that i should renounce not that i have to renounce this thing that thing you have to renounce this tendency to enjoy independently and i am the independent enjoyer of this material world i can enjoy whatever i want devotee never thinks like devotee always accept prasad prasad means whatever is getting as a mercy of the lord that he accept he never tries to capture things and try to enjoy it then it's a is a thing for entanglement and this is the principle given by shri rupa goswami who's our acharya so this is the words which he is given anasaktasya vishayan yatha arham upayunjita nirbande krishna sambande yukta vairagya chute yatha arham upayunjita that means whatever is required we should have connection with these things but whatever is required as much as required that much only we should use now it also happen it can happen many times and it will it happens also that sometime in the name of yukta vairagya in the name of doing service in the name of prabhu ji i am using this for service we end up entangling ourselves in sense gratification so this is a very important thing we should always remember yatha arham upayunjita that means whatever is required for example let's say we have the sessions happening and we generally tell our volunteers kindly share this this sessions message on wish for 
different platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all these places. So that many people they come to know and they if they're interested, they can come and join us. Now somebody can open Instagram and what he can do? He has to, you are supposed to upload this session's message, and that is one minute task, maximum two minute task, three minute task. And this gentleman, oh no, Yatha, I have to in it one day, someone this philosophy is in my mind. So what I will search everything. I will search everything where whatever the best session is happening in that place, which speaker is telling what thing, where what which center, which festival is getting happen. Everything I will search and I will tell Prabhu. So Prabhu, yes, these many things are happening. Why? Does not require. Now the two three minute task which was supposed to do, and we have spent one hour in that. And the mind will say, oh, there bande, Krishna Yukta, I am doing seva. There's no sense gratification. Ultimately, Prabhu, Prabhu only told not to, to upload on Instagram. So I'm just uploading on Instagram. I'm not doing sense gratification. But you don't know there is subtle contamination here. Although you are using, but you are getting entangled again. Because the task was only for two minutes in spending. And for that matter, sometimes people they go to YouTube. Yes, Prabhu, you have told that we should not watch any. Uh, anything like Bollywood and all. I'm not watching anything in Bollywood. What I'm watching, I'm watching Little Krishna. Little Krishna, five hours in a day, I'm watching Little Krishna. <laughs> okay, that is good for neophyte. This person is new in Krishna consciousness. At least for him, it is better instead of watching something, uh, this uh, YouTube, some, something nonsense thing on YouTube, like at least he's watching Little Krishna or anything which is related to Krishna, Mahabharata and all. It is better. But it is not the ultimate thing. For a person who is advanced, who understands how valuable my time is, he will not do all these things. So in the name of Krishna consciousness, in the name of preaching, in the name of Nirvadde Krishna Sammandha Yukta Garagriyajate, sometime, not sometime, most of the times you will see. So although it's a very important tool, it is a very important tool for preaching. But if you are not handling properly, it can become a cause of our degradation also. In fact, instead of making us advance, it can degrade us. If you are not properly using that and you are properly aware how to use that thing. So now we should uh, instead of giving up this instead of giving, giving up this object of material energy which is ultimately Krishna's energy because for Krishna please understand this matter and spirit this is for ourselves. We see we say it is a matter and spirit. For Krishna everything is own energy just like police department or healthcare department both are energy for the government. For government, it is not like that the healthcare department is an inferior energy or, or this is superior energy. No. Both are department of the Lord. For a person outside, there can be a differentiation, differentiation and there can be a different uh, understanding. But for government, it is same. Similarly, for Krishna also, matter and spirit, both are his energy. But for us, it is required for us to understand what is spirit and what is matter and how much we should associate uh, with matter and how much we should receive with spirit that we should know. So this is Anasakta Vishayan Yata Aram Upujanjita Nirbandha is Krishna Sambandha Yutta Vata. That's why one of the very important thing here also we should understand that this has to be done under authorization also. That means let's say uh, I have a mobile phone and I am very much eager to do this and you are very much this thing now, Prabhu, I am designed for Krishna's service. And you are just telling better you give this phone. I know we will not do anything, simply waste your time. 
instead of doing uh, no, instead of doing for krishna service you would be doing sense gratification therefore no prabhu i am telling you no i i yesterday i got that lecture in vanandi krishna sambandha yukta varagam chede rubo swami says is our acharya we are upanishads so let me follow the section no if it is not under authorization then the same thing even though we are using for krishna service will become entanglement for us so that's why anything anything which we are doing krishna consciousness should be authorized it's very important it should be authorized if devotee is telling better you don't use this thing it is not for you immediately we should give it up but still if you are attached no i want to use i want to then you, you may use but it would be not be for yours for spiritual advancement activity will get entangled in that so that's why it is very important to follow this instruction under the guidance of it and uh, if it's let's say somebody leaves this material world or any material thing without any proper understanding how can i utilize for them also rupa goswami has given on words so this is prabhupad this understanding please hear very carefully this is prabhupad purport prabhupad is telling if one renounces his palatial building and goes to a forest there is actually no renunciation for the palatial building is the property of the supreme personality of godhead and the forest is also the property of the supreme personality of godhead if he changes from one property to another that does not mean that he renounces he was never the proprietor of either the palace or the forest prabhupada says if you go to forest with renouncing like this ultimately you become attached to some kamandulu what you have <laughs> so rather than attached to uh, kamandulu let us attach to krishna by using everything renunciation necessitates renouncing the false understanding that one can lord it over material nature when one renounces this false attitude and renounces the puffed up position that he is also god that is real renunciation otherwise there is no meaning of renunciation that we have to renounce this understanding that i am the enjoy if i understand this thing that nothing belongs to me that i may be living in palaces no problem i will use that krishna service and if i don't have that understanding that nothing belongs to me everything belongs to krishna even though i may go to a forest i will attach to some particular thing so this is the consciousness of a devotee sometimes people they criticize oh you are a devotee how why are you staying in mumbai city like mumbai why are you staying in apartment why are you staying in uh, why are you using this facility that facility prabhupada says very nice thing prabhupada says for us for us to stay vrindavan is the best place we can live under with a tree also under hut but we come out and cities like this so that we can go and preach this message for us vrindavan is the best place but we come out so that we can preach this message of krishna consciousness so it is not for our sense gratification we are doing this thing so that we can attract people in general those who are simply engaged in sense gratification somehow or the other they can understand something about lord this is the purpose they come out and preach rup goswami advises that if one renounces anything which could be applied in the service of the lord and does not use it for the purpose that is called as falu falugo vairagya so a person can can use something for the service of the lord but not using it and renouncing it is called as falugo falugo means false false vairagya false renunciation insufficient or false renunciation everything belongs to the supreme personality of godhead therefore everything can be engaged in the service of the lord nothing should be used for one sense gratification that is real renunciation the real renunciation means let me not use anything for my self purpose let me use everything for krishna's purpose 
that is the meaning of real renunciation now that i have many things stress prabhupad give example many time people they have lot of money with them and they will go to vrindavan leaving everything aside or not become i am is going to vrindavan leaving everything aside no whatever the property you have no no that that does not belong to krishna that does not belong to me also no that is krishna's property so krishna is very prabhupad says krishna is very intelligent how much you are giving how much you are keeping he knows everything <laughs> so if you are giving 10% to krishna krishna is there for 10% nobody can cheat lord so there are many many raj rishi raj rishi means as we discussed there are many many kings they were also devotee of the lord so they were king they were raja the same time they are they were rishis it's like krishna in bhagavad gita no raj rishi vidu evam parampara praptam im raj rishi vidu that means raj rishi category people they are there and raj rishi means they are raja at the same time by heart they are rishi they know although they are staying in palaces they are staying in big buildings but they know heart by heart that nothing belongs to me everything belongs to god their mama their mama means nothing belongs to me today i am in this position of a king because of lord's mercy mercy he has allowed me to become a king that's why today i am a king tomorrow i may be beggar there is no guarantee so but should not feel the person who is very rich cannot be a devotee no it's a wrong understanding the person can be very very rich but also he can be very nice devotee of the lord this is possible just like arjun arjun himself was a king but he was a nice devotee we have example of prithu maharaj he was also a great king was example of priyavrat maharaj he was also great king he was emperor of the entire world but still he was a great devotee so having material position does not disqualify a person that he cannot be a devotee but generally it is seen that if a person is not properly situated and he does not understand what is the real meaning meaning of that material opulence he will definitely get entangled so that's what it is it is a risky job also if a person is not properly situated in his spiritual life if he goes after money a lot without proper authorization the darshan that authorization is very very important if authorization is not there and he like is going after material uh, opulence and everything he will definitely get entangled just like prabhupada the example of george harrison not prabhupada we have example of george harrison so george harrison was a very great a nice singer he was a very 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 celebrated person one of the famous singing beatle groups so he wanted to join this woman prabhupada told no better you stay outside because you are a very famous personality you can preach very nicely outside so he was serv- serving outside but it was authorized by shila prabhupada because you are a, you are a very very famous figure better you stay outside and preach but this does not apply to everyone somebody can say okay prabhupada you are telling tomorrow i will become a very nice cricketer i will become like sachin tendulkar and then i will preach holy name of the lord hari krishna and i will play cricket so that has not applied to you because for you to become sachin it will take a lot of time he was on that position earlier already so that's why this is very important have authorization whatever duties are telling you should try to follow it that we get safety we will save in our decision otherwise if we take any decision out of our own mental speculation mental concoction then will not be safe although we may be following krishna consciousness but the real advancement will not come out and that is a thing which is missing many times people they follow krishna consciousness many many years but they lack this obedience that let me follow whatever devotees are telling and because devotees are not telling by their own they are also telling as per the our system is like that 
एवं परंपरा spiritual master at the time what should i do in this position so if you don't consult and we think that i can do whatever i want then ultimately it will be a harmful decision for our spiritual life so spiritual life is very very uh, important at the same time very sensitive also it's like walking on a razor says prabhupada says if we are not conscious immediately there can be blood suppose you are shaving and some are not conscious they will be blood immediately similarly if you are not conscious if you are not properly situated how would it be in spiritual life there will be blood to that extent sometimes devotee may lose his spiritual life also because maya is very strong don't think maya will help you she will help you how you not to follow krishna consciousness but she will not help you how to become krishna conscious so very important understanding for purpose so the conclusion is that both the material and spiritual world are considered to be the body of the supreme lord we can understand that the material body is caused by the spiritual body and it is therefore an expansion of the spiritual body thus when one takes up spiritual activities one's entire material body is spiritualized similarly in material world when the krishna consciousness movement expands the entire material world become spiritualized so this movement also is actually expanding more it is spending more people are getting benefit which is becoming spiritualized because anything which is used for the seva of the lord becomes spiritualized so kurukshetra was a normal place kurukshetra is a normal place like right? there are many other places are there kurukshetra is also one of the place but why it is now a spiritual place because krishna has used that place arjuna has used that place that's why this place has become eternal now dharmshetra kurukshetra samam the first verse of bhagavad gita dharmshetra kurukshetra samaveta utsava mamaka pandata shaiva in akurvata sanjaya it has become eternal because krishna is similarly anything which related to krishna is this eternal and which is utilized it is actually for devotees advancement so we should not shun away from any of our opulences but at the same time whatever decision we are taking spiritual life it should be authorized both things are wrong one thing is that okay prabhu ji tomorrow i leave everything and i have so much of money everything i will go and no another thing is okay prabhu i have decided the jatain jam everything i use for krishna service from left tomorrow onwards i will take a nice iphone and i will use for krishna service that is also wrong the thing is in both the cases the most important thing is authorization of devotees if devotee says better you purchase iphone it will be good for you you purchase iphone no problem and use in krishna service but he says no it is not for your krishna service you are using for you are using this phone for your sense gratification then we should not do that this is a very important and principle of krishna consciousness it is a very important principle of krishna consciousness because krishna consciousness work on principles if you don't follow principles ultimately you will see suppose a person is not advancing krishna consciousness you will see definitely he is violating some of the principles of krishna consciousness not only for the principles are like that i'm talking about some of the he is doing some shortcuts and most of time it is uh, disobedience to devotee most of the time it is so that's why a uh, person may be chanting may be doing all activities but visible advancement will not see at the same time person can be very humble may not be very material intelligent also 
sometimes people misunderstand this thing okay is he advancing because is material intelligent no a person cannot be may not be material intelligent person but if he simply follows one thing whatever devotee order spiritual master and guy should do that then he can make very good advancement in spiritual life although he may not be material very intelligent so this the very important thing which lies between a person who is advancing and person who is not advancing so we should utilize everything is krishna service that's a very important thing and uh, uh, whatever talent we have whatever uh, positions we have whatever abilities we have we should see how we can utilize in krishna service that is the meaning of yukta varagya at the same time we should not get attached to it and that's why proper guidance proper authorization is required to apply this principle although this one telling although is a guru goswami's principle but still prabhupad gave authorization this like divine disciples they used to ask prabhupad can we can we grow our hair to distribute books because if we go like that people will not be able to entertain us prabhupad said okay initially you go you go and distribute books by growing hairs but after some time and he saw that uh, it is going against that, that that means devotees are actually not behaving like a devotee they are with big hairs and looking very strange prabhupada said no better you shave head and properly stay so he understood that this uh, this kind of arrangement uh, will not work so that's why he said no so like that many many things if proper guidance is there we will be safe otherwise instead of following rukta varage we will be entangled so this is about real renunciation ultimately the thing is we have to renounce this tendency of enjoying enjoying independent of the lord let me not become an independent enjoyer let me enjoy prasad of the lord that should be devotee's consciousness that i will enjoy the prasad which is given to me by my spiritual master krishna that i will enjoy and that is always devotee is safe and happy in that condition when he is he is taking simply prasad of the lord